Welcome to the Zach on Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Hughes. Today's episode is entitled, Hey Tech Leaders, Looking for Financial Efficiencies? Look here. Last week, I recorded a podcast episode about the importance of financial competency for every leader. I covered the subject broadly and taught several principles that are applicable to everyone. If you missed that one, go back and listen to it and then come back here. Today's episode is about financial efficiency. I like being efficient in everything I do. I work very hard to be efficient with my time. I've learned how to systematically create process efficiency through lean. Finally, I naturally enjoy being efficient with money, both personally and at work. I like a good deal, and I'm willing to work to get it. In 2020, many technology leaders in a variety of industries are looking for ways to become more efficient. There isn't a single formula to do this. In this episode, I will share the methods that have worked best for me. Create healthy competition. The most traditional way to get a good deal is to have your technology suppliers compete for your business. This ensures that you are keeping your current suppliers engaged, ensuring your costs are in line with the market, and allows you to interact with different suppliers that might become new strategic partners. This is known as the Request for Proposal, or RFP. There are variations on this, such as the Request for Information, Request for Quote, and Request for Solution. Based on the situation, you will need to use the best process to create the optimal outcome. RFPs are best suited for well-defined and well-understood subjects. You may very well get exactly what you asked for, but that may be different from what you actually want and need. If you'd like to get a sense of the potential pitfalls of competitive bids, read this interesting article that I've linked in the show notes. Legacy is expensive. Technology has a short shelf life. Something that you spent millions on five years ago is typically worthless today. The balance sheet probably reflects that accurately, but in our hearts and minds, we get dependent on old technology and it is very hard to remove from the production environment. To make matters worse, it usually costs more to support and maintain old technology than new. Whether it's skills or spare parts, if it's scarce, the price will go up. Disciplined technology refresh is efficiency's best friend. If you feel like you could do better on this subject, you're in good company. This is very hard to do well. Every technology leader I know struggles here. Right size your products. When you initially make a purchase, you usually estimate quantities. Perhaps you bought 1,000 licenses for widget software, but upon renewal, you only need 900. Additionally, perhaps you bought Platinum Edition, but after a year, you are only using the Gold Edition features. Check in with those that use the technology product to make sure that it is generating the expected value. Take the time to right-size every product on every cycle. Auto-renewing without checking is wasteful. Eliminate shelfware. Shelfware is a personal pet peeve of mine. Sometimes we buy a piece of software, but for some reason we never actually implement it. Shelfware is software that we own, but it sits on the proverbial shelf. Perhaps the project got delayed or canceled. Perhaps we weren't sure if we needed it or not, but it got bundled into the deal anyway. Regardless of why you have it, shelfware is the efficiency thief that keeps on stealing. 
The initial purchase was bad enough, but you'll get stuck paying the maintenance and support, even if you never use it. If you have shelfware, don't beat yourself up. As we covered earlier, all technology needs to be decommissioned eventually, and you just saved yourself the trouble of implementing it in the first place, thus making it a whole lot easier to remove. Check the market price. Some of our technology products and services are subject to market forces that exert continuous downward pressure on price. If you struck a great deal two years ago, that very well may be a bad deal today. Even if your agreement isn't due for renewal yet, you can re-examine pricing at any time. If it's worth your while, you can renew mid-term. Third party. It's very common to buy support and maintenance from the company that makes the technology. This is usually a good idea, especially if the technology is new or highly specialized. However, there's an entire industry built around third-party support and maintenance. They are often cheaper than first-party support. Sometimes their service and expertise even exceed what the first party offers. There are also downsides to consider. If you pull first-party support, you may lose entitlement to security and feature updates that you're counting on. Negotiate. Many years ago, I was downright afraid to negotiate. I enjoyed being a technologist, but I fully relied on my boss to work the deals. I knew that I needed to conquer that fear, so I took a class on professional negotiation. Once I knew how, I was no longer afraid. It took practice and help, but I eventually became confident at the negotiating table. We can often find a tremendous amount of efficiency for a company if we are just willing to negotiate. If this is a weakness for you, do something about it. Start by reading the article I wrote on negotiation, which is linked in the show notes. Think long-term and build strong relationships. It's worth noting that the technology vendors and their salespeople are not your enemy. They have interests just like you have interests. It may sound cliche, but try not to look for the win-lose, but instead work to find a win-win. It takes work to align interests, but it's often possible. Usually, your search for efficiency doesn't need to get ugly. You count on your vendors for a long-term relationship. Always keep that in mind. Success depends on working with a like-minded and empowered person representing the vendor. If that's not the case, escalate. If you escalate and that's still not the case, then perhaps you should reconsider the long-term relationship. Partner. So far, I've given you several tips that you can follow to find efficiencies. Now listen to me very carefully. Don't do it alone. This isn't exclusively up to you. In fact, if you try to do this all by yourself, you very well may do more harm than good. Here are your lifelines. Number one, your boss. Your boss may have more experience doing this sort of thing than you do. This is your responsibility to take the initiative and do the work, but lean on your boss for help and support. Ask questions and get advice at every turn. Number two, sourcing. Most large companies have a sourcing or procurement department. They are your friends. They don't do the work for you, but if you engage early and often, they'll be right by your side every step of the way, ensuring the best possible outcome. Number three, legal. Most technology leaders don't enjoy reading the fine print on commercial agreements. However, for some unknown reason, attorneys absolutely love that stuff. Engage your legal team on every contract. Thanks for listening to this podcast episode on efficiencies. I would love to hear some of your own tips. Please go to my website and drop some comments. 
That's all for this week's episode of the Zacon Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening.